It's Tuesday, July 22nd. I'm Rudy. I like a good athlete nickname, like Marvelous Marvin Hagler, or King LeBron James, or Kirk, a huge waste of money cousins. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Welcome to A Long Walk to Cleveland. I am Rudy Povich. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And every single day, 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Say hi to some people right away this morning. Hello, Anna. Thank you for saying hello. Alina. What's up, John? How's Kansas City, bud? Uh, Kim, good morning to you. Jan, Marie, Marie, uh, Mira, Patty, Charlotte. Look at all these. You guys. You guys are the best. Just the best. What's up, Wyatt? How are you, buddy? Uh, yeah, so today on the show, uh, see uh, some big lessons learned yesterday. <laughs> uh, I like that when you're in your 40s, you can sort of laugh about things instead of like take it to heart and then be like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm ruined. Oh my God, I'm never going to battle back. Oh, you will. You'll be fine. It's not like you, you know, plowed your car and you're like a bus full of nuns. You're going to be just fine. Uh, I was thinking about it yesterday, still reeling on this Milwaukee Bucks win. And I don't know, I was at a show last night at uh, Blackheart in Midway, St. Paul. While we were there, uh, there was a couple people that realized that basketball is transcending right now, that it is, you, it's everywhere. You know, especially with Milwaukee just winning the, the championship and, you know, the, the story of Giannis Antetokounmpo. And I don't know, people are like really kind of losing their minds about it. Um, and, and there was a lot of people that were doing the whole like, uh, I guess it was like a sports ball championship thing the other day. It was like, fuck you. you that's, I hate when people do that shit. Are you that clueless you don't understand that there's like a Super Bowl going on, that there is a championship, that you don't, you don't, you, the, somebody wins the World Series, you don't see it? You, you don't hear people talking about it? Uh, there was a sports ball thing. Fuck you. People are the worst. But last night I was out uh, doing some stand-up and there was people kind of chatting about it a little bit. And on my way down to the venue, I was thinking about it like Greek Freak. That's a great athlete nickname. Phenomenal nickname. And some of them, I guess maybe I didn't really think about it all that much. The Sultan of Swat, Babe Ruth, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, great nickname, phenomenal nickname. King LeBron James. You know, oh, I just thought of a couple. There was a, there was uh, the Rocket, that was Is, uh, Ishmael. What the hell was his name? Ishmael. Um, shit, played for the Vikings. There was the Rocket and the Missile, and they were brothers. And one played for the Vikings. I think the other one played for the Raiders. Rocket Ishmael. That's fucking that. Those two, those guys were unbelievable. I'm sure there's got to be a couple of Vikings fans that remember it. But I started thinking about Kirk Cousins and how that dude is, even his nickname would be boring. I mean, I bet they'd call him Kirk Beige Curtains Cousins. He's the worst. Uh, Ragib? Is that what John, John says? I'm... Ah, I'm t- I'm so bad with names, especially at, that's why I don't talk a lot of sports because I can't remember names. I can't remember, you know, who played for who, man, my, that's why I just had my brother-in-law next to me all the time. That dude just, it's like a goddamn encyclopedia just right in front of you. Um, but I was thinking about Kirk Cousins, man. And I remember an interview, he had just signed with the Minnesota Vikings, $64 million they gave that guy. That's guaranteed money. 
That's not like, dude, you're going to make that over, you know, five years or whatever. We're going to pay him 12 million a year. No, that's guaranteed money. He's walking out of here with $64 million for sure. And when they asked him, what are you going to do with the money? His reply was, I'll probably put it in a bank account and my wife wants a new sleep number bed. Could you be any more boring? What the fuck, dude? So boring. I said, it's a good thing he didn't play for the 2005 Minnesota Vikings because that team almost sunk a yacht with strippers. This guy wants a mattress. It's un- like, I was just floored. I'm like, really, dude? You want a sleep number bed? You have all that? Tell me you're going to buy a go-kart. Tell me that you are going to buy something that is, uh, you know, it at least indicates that you might be a fun person. You want a mattress and you're going to put the rest in a bank account? What the fuck, dude? Uh, Mira, as we've had a week of Bucks sport commentary. Yeah, but this is, I mean, it's a big deal. It really is. It's a big deal. Because if you're a sports person, you understand, like, this is a little, people forgot the Milwaukee Bucks existed. They didn't even know there was, I know people from Wisconsin that are like, we didn't even know we had a team. We just, yeah. I mean, they're not the Packers. We kind of know the Brewers because we go to their games and drink outside. But it's the middle of Wisconsin. It's balls cold when the team plays. I mean, right now is obviously a little different because they they switched the season up a little bit. But usually it is, you know, middle of winter. Uh, Hi, Mary. Good morning. Hi, Lisa. What's up, Sherry? Lindsay, good morning to you. Uh, Beaker, what's happening, yo? Trish. Um, But yeah, it was a, uh, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, that guy, so goddamn boring. So boring. No fun, dude. No fun with Kirk Cousins. Can you imagine? Like, all the other quarterbacks in the league are going out and getting endorsements from Reebok, from Nike. These guys are on billboards. You know, they're promoting huge brands. Kirk Cousins does Pizza Ranch. I know you guys are probably thinking that's a joke. It's not a joke. If you live here in the market, you see Kirk Cousins every year pimping Pizza Ranch. I think every once in a while he might hop on to like a uh, mattress firm endorsement. But that guy's not repping Nike. That guy's not doing these huge brands. It's not like Chevy's calling him up and being like, dude, we want to put you in the back seat, in the, you know, in the uh, uh, seat of one of our Silverados. No, man. Like, I don't know. That guy frustrates me. I'm not a Vikings fan. I mean, I, I enjoy the Vikings. I like them. They're fine. I grew up, you know, having to, to watch them. Decided to become a Packers fan at some point. But I'm telling you, man, like, as if that is your team, you should be pissed off. Trish, Pizza Ranch, that made me chuckle. It's true. It's a thousand percent true. Th- that's the only endorsement I see that guy on is Pizza Ranch. That's it, dude. That, that's the best that your even big brands are like, dude, I get you. And if you look at his numbers, I, he's a good quarterback. And I, I get that some people in Minnesota like him. But Jesus, dude. Your agent can't get you anything better than a pizza buffet? That's it? Lindsay, he, he's probably putting it in the bank because he knows his time is coming to an end soon. Dude, at $64 million, you could blow 60% of that. And if you invest the other 40% wisely, your grandkids' grandkids, they don't have to work. If you're super smart with it, you know? Even $75,000 is life-changing if you do with it correctly. You could, it's not, sometimes it might not be life changing. Maybe that's a little drastic, but it can be path changing and path changing is just as good. Um, 
Shar, good but not great. Great gets you better sponsors. No, you're right. Like, I just, I, I don't know. The guy's numbers, are all, they're always, they've been good. But Jesus, how boring is that guy? The, he's hands down the most boring quarterback ever. Seriously. I mean, you could have put Ben Stein out there with a football in his hand and people would go, much more interesting than Kirk Cousins. Hands down. Uh, Jan, isn't he a spokesman for sleep number beds? I don't know about that. I think I've seen him on a mattress, something or another. Like I said, it could have been a mattress firm thing. And maybe when he did say, what are you going to do with the money? Maybe he did say sleep number because, but that, I mean, that was his exact answer was I'm going to put it most in the bank and my wife wants a new sleep number bed. He said on the sidelines, like a, it was, it was right after he had signed that contract and it was during a pregame game. Because he wasn't playing. But I remember being on the sidelines and just thinking, your team looks up to you, man. You know? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Marie, boring might be okay. We don't need more Minnesota scandals. If you think about it, though, the guys that have had the most scandals around them are the guys who bring in the big numbers. Randy Moss? Randy Moss ran over a police officer in downtown Minneapolis. He's one of the most celebrated Minnesota Vikings of all time. I don't know. I would not that I want to ever see somebody do something terrible or hurt somebody else. That would be awful. But Randy Moss, you know, uh, kind of swiping the side leg of a police officer and then telling a guy. Did you guys ever hear the story about Randy Moss? How he was in the Minnesota Vikings locker room. There was a company from town, like a local food establishment. They showed up and like gave barbecue to all of the the players from the Vikings and Randy Moss at some point in the middle of eating it in front of the person who owned this establishment in front of all of his teammates the coaches marketing all that just went this this is dog food I wouldn't even feed my dog this and took half the plate and just tossed it right in the trash and walked away and everyone goes ah what an asshole what an asshole that guy sucks what a dick yeah but he put up huge numbers so you can get away with that what's the difference we do the same with, like, Chris Brown. Goddamn punches his girlfriend in the face, and we're like, yeah, but he's a pretty goddamn good singer. You know? Eh, it's pretty good. Think about all the stuff we didn't hear about. All I'm saying is, could Kirk Cousins maybe talk to his manager and go, dude, enough with the pizza buffets. You guys got to up the endorsements a little bit. You got to start bringing me in some real cash. I mean, even guys that are, like, a few years in the league, I see are doing bigger endorsements, you know? Guys that don't have as, as much clout or as big a numbers. I mean, Christ, man. How many times did you see uh, Baker Mayfield on the uh, insurance commercials? They were great commercials. Those will probably be his legacy out of Cleveland, for sure. Great commercials. Him and his wife, and they're like, they got the little dust buster, and they're cleaning up after people as they're leaving the stadium. And then he forgets his keys, and he's got to go back in through security. Great marketing. Great scheme. Love it. Very memorable. Very funny. Kirk Cousins, uh, I think I'm going to have a little slice of pepperoni with some sausage. Thanks, Pizza Ranch. Fucking boring. So boring. I don't know. When he said, I'm just going to spend my save my money and buy my wife a sleep number, I was like, dude, it's a good... 2005 would have... 2005 would have thrown you out. That team was nothing but like Mo Williams with the Wizenator. Those guys were flying in strippers. 
It's a good thing. But what, what did they, when they bring Favre back? Was that 2009? I think that was a 2009 championship. By then, like a lot of those guys had moved on. Culpepper had moved on. I think Mo Williams. I don't know if Mo Williams was there anymore. But Jesus, man, like that was... Uh, Lindsay, Kirk drops his kids off at her church so they can have a date morning. LOL, super boring. Date morning? Morning date? No. Oh, morning date sounds terrible. That's why, that's why happy hour starts at five, dude. Morning, date morning? No, no. Jesus, no. I pray to God that I never get to a point in a relationship where my wife looks at me and goes, goes, you know what I really want? I want a date morning. I want to, cause we have nothing else going on for the day. I want to do it. And what is their date morning? What are they just like, you know, run on down to the Perkins. Maybe they stop by a Denny's, have the tremendous 12. He tips 11 and a half percent. And then they go pick up their kids. Boring. So I, listen, I know we, we have all these big high expectations of our sports figures, but sometimes it is fun to just like, Watch a guy put up great numbers and also just be a huge fuck up, right? I don't know. You see it in basketball all the time. You go back and you find all these like uh, sports documentaries. There's some great documentaries out there. I think 30 for 30 on ESPN did one about guys who basically had millions of dollars and then just squandered them all. Just pissed it all away. We'll never have to worry about that with Kirk Cousins. They gave that guy $64 million. I bet I bet when you find his grandkids, grand, grandkids, they'll be like, no, we still got $63.5 million of that. Yeah. We got beautiful sleep number beds. Uh, Anna, do a little mall walking after Denny's. <laughs> Guaranteed. If that, if Kirk Beige Curtain's Cousins. That's his nickname. Don't anybody, there's going to be no alliteration with the K. Nothing. There's no way. Kirk Killer Cousins? Come on. Kirk Crafty Cousins? Maybe because he likes to quilt. Kirk the Quilter Cousins? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't. No way. Mira, y'all need to chill. Why? That guy? No. Listen. When you're making $64 million and you are bringing your team to 8-8, eight and eight, you deserve a little bit of shit. You know? Pizza Ranch. Jesus Christ. Uh, Lori, maybe they are testing out that sleep number bed with some up and down action. There's there's not a chance. There is no way. Not a chance. I guarantee, like that, could you imagine like having to sleep with that guy? Just hospital corners all the time. I don't know. He doesn't seem like a fun person to me. I mean, he seems like a, here's the thing. He seems like a nice guy. He seems like, but he's also very forgettable. He just seems like a dude who just like you'd meet him at your church function or you'd meet him out, you know, with like a group of friends. And then three weeks later, you would just go, hey, by the way, who is uh, Cindy's co-worker again? What was his name? Ken? What was uh, Cameron? What the hell was that guy's name? Uh, was it Kirk? No, it wasn't Kirk. It wasn't. It was, no, uh, maybe. maybe. That's what you would do. He's so for- forgettable. So forgettable. Uh, Trish, that's where my mind went to. I there's no way. Uh, Jan, that would be the most vanilla time. I, I don't know. I just, I, I feel bad that he does take a lot of shit, but it's kind of, dude, you kind of bring it on yourself, man. Wouldn't it be nice if like every once in a while he just kind of showed up and just like, yeah, maybe Kirk just shows up with a mohawk one day. 
Maybe that'll rally the team a little bit. I mean, Christ, even Favre sang pants on the ground to like rally the team, you know? <laughs> Marie, I love hospital corners. I wish I was that tidy. I do. I know I'm giving Kirk Cousins a lot of shit today, but I do wish I was that tidy. May I look around? I keep a, a somewhat decent home. It's, it's clean, but it's not like, you know, Christ, some of my buddies' wives keep that, the guy that you walk in and you're just like, it's, is there a wax figure somewhere? Where's the velvet rope? Does anybody make a mess in this house? I feel terrible walking in, taking my shoes off. And I was like, shit, are my socks too dirty to be walking through some of these places? A little dirt every once in a while didn't kill you. Uh, hi, Bethany. Nice to see you. Let's see. Uh, saying some hi to some people. Oh, yeah, Lori. Um, oh, no, we we read that comment. Right on. What's up, Wood? How are you, buddy? Nice to see you. Jen, Kendra, good morning. Um, yeah. So yesterday, as I was talking about a couple of lessons learned. So as I told you guys, I'm going out to New York in, uh, 79 days from today, but, uh, on my way out there, I'll be, uh, doing some filming at uh, city winery for Jesse Mae Peluso, Carly Aquilina for the girl tour. And then also going to be doing some stand up out there. And, uh, I was just going online yesterday, checking it out. Like some of the places that might have some shows, that are available and i found i don't know if you guys have ever heard of gotham comedy club but it's kind of a world famous place it's out there a lot of seinfeld sets a lot of jim gaffigan sets a lot of um ray romano kind of came up through there chris rock and i just went onto their website and they were like hey we're booking some shows if you're available october you know whatever it is october 10th i think they had open and 10th or 11th or something and i'm like shit i'm gonna be out there so I just sh- shoot the dude a message and it's for like, you know, it's like they're whatever they call it, like new talent night, up and coming night, whatever it is. And I just shoot the guy a message. I'm like, Hey man, uh, I'm available those, those days, you know, um, if you are looking for somebody, you know, um, and I get like, they have what's called a bringer show. I don't know if you've ever heard of a bringer show, but what they do is they will, uh, they will, uh, tell you, you can come in, you can do 10 minutes of stand up, but you got to bring at least 10 people that are each pe- paying, you know, five, 10 bucks a head, whatever it is. And a lot of times people will just go, fuck it, dude. I, I don't know that many people, but what, what do you, what does it cost for me to get up there and do 10 minutes on your stage? It's going to be 50 bucks. You need five people at $10 a head. All right, fine. I'll just pay you $50. And then you let me go up and record my set on Gotham stage. That's, it's a fair trade, right? They make money. You get what you want. So I sent a message and then like 10 minutes later, this dude from Gotham comedy club calls me and he's like, uh, he's like, Hey man, uh, saw you sent a message. Just kind of wondering if you ever done a bringer show before. And I said, uh, I said, ah, I said, dude, I'm going to stop you right there. I appreciate the phone call. I said, I didn't realize at the time I didn't realize it was a bringer show. I thought they were just looking to like book a night. And I said, ah, you know what, dude, I'm not from New York. I don't know anybody there. So I really couldn't bring a lot of people. And as I was about to say, but whatever the charge is, if it's five people at 10 bucks a head, I'd gladly give you $50 so I could get up and have a set from Gotham, you know, have some photos on stage of me at that club. I was like, absolutely. That's so fucking worth it. Totally. And uh, the guy goes, ah, yeah, you know, uh, we kind of need, um, it's a bringer show. Have you ever, I was like, you know what? We don't really have a lot of bringer shows in Minneapolis. Minneapolis is just more like, dude, just show up. There's always a crowd. There's always a plethora of comics. And most comics are pretty good about ordering, even though like last night I didn't drink, 
But I went in and I ordered a Diet Coke off the gun because it's one of my favorite beverages and then just tipped like five bucks. At least they get something out of it. You know, they're just not like having to dirty a dish and you don't give them any money because that's kind of shitty. So uh, the guy says, yeah, man, you know what? Uh, I'm sorry, dude. I just, eh. I, unfortunately, we got to have people come in the door. I said, not, not a problem. He was super nice. I said, absolutely, man. I totally get it. Not a problem. I plan on while I'm out there at least coming through the comedy club and buying a little bit of merch, you know, buy a hat, a sweatshirt, whatever it is, you know, just to check it out, just to say you've been in there, you know, so many great names have come up through the ranks. So I get off the phone with the guy and I'm sitting here and I'm getting some work done. And I think, well, fuck man, like this guy was super nice and he's obviously connected in the comedy scene out there. Maybe I could drop him a line and be like, Hey dude, just out of curiosity, do you know anywhere that I might be able to like do some time or could you get, you know, point me in the right direction? So I called the number back. The guy answers. He's like, he's like, Gotham. And I'm like, hey, man, I think I was just talking to uh, a guy. I think his name was, was Rich. Richard? Was it Rich? And the guy goes, yeah, this is Rich. I was like, oh, hey, what's up, man? I just got the phone with you like a few minutes ago. My name is Rudy. And he's like, where'd you get this number? I said, dude, uh, it came up with my caller ID. And he goes, okay, what do you need? I was like, holy fuck, this is a completely different guy than I was talking to less than five minutes ago. I go, uh, well, hey, man, um, listen, he's just got 30 seconds. He's like, 30 seconds, go. Okay. I was like, uh, I said, hey, uh, just out of curiosity, I know you guys do bringer shows, but I'm just wondering, you know, maybe you might be able to point me in the right direction of a show that I could get on since I don't know anybody out there and you guys, you know, you just don't want me to pay to get on, which I understand because you need to be able to make money on food and, and beer. But it, can I just... Is there anybody that I could just talk to that might have a show out there that I could possibly get on? The guy goes, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, um, I don't, I, okay. I'm, I, did, did I do something wrong here? I'm sorry, man. He goes, first off, you fucking email. You never call a club ever. I was like, well, first off, dude, I'm sorry, but you and I were just talking on the phone a minute ago. He's like, no, I fucking get that. He's like, dude, are you kidding me? I'm like, I don't know what I did. I'm so, I, I don't, I don't think I'm kidding you. I think I'm, I, you were nice. I was being cool. Like what just happened? Why is this? What is the deal? Um, <laughs> so the guy goes, uh, guy goes, no, I don't know. I don't know. Show you can't, why would I ever hook you up on a, di-? I'm like, dude, that's not, I wasn't asking you to hook me up on another show. I was asking if you knew somebody or a place that I could possibly go to that I could get hooked up with. And the guy goes, uh, guy goes, no, dude, take this number and don't ever call it again. And I was like, um, okay. And then he goes, uh, he goes, Jesus, man. Uh, what'd you say? You were coming out here in October. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, dude, I need people for this weekend. I was like, well, first off, I didn't, I told you already I was coming in October. I wasn't coming this weekend. And he goes, ah, Jesus Christ, take this number and delete it. Don't ever call it again. And when you get out here in October, email me. Click. <laughs> I was like, I think I just booked my first show in New York. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened in that like three and a half minutes between me getting off the phone with this very polite gentleman and me calling back and talking to the same guy. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Kendra, so you're saying there's a chance. That's what it felt like. I was like, did he tell me to email him when I get out there in October and we could possibly make this happen? 
Cause that's okay. I'm in dude. I'm, I, I'd still gladly pay you to get up on your stage. I get that. That's how this business works. You need to make money. I, I'm in, I'm totally in. Uh, let's see. Olina, I used to have to call New York counties for one of my jobs and it was hit or miss. Uh, they could be nice or they could be assholes. Yeah, no, I get it, man. I get it. Wood. So you're still going to go buy a shirt. Yeah. You, I'm doing it's Gotham. It's a fucking big club, man. I've watched, I've watched a lot of stand up from people. I love online at that club. So just to say, you kind of walk through there and check it out. Mira, Minnesota has already given us a false sense of reality. Every state I've visited, they're rude as fuck. Fuck. Yeah, they are. Dude. You are not kidding. Um, Montana, cool. I really like everybody in Montana. Missouri was all right. Some of the people in Missouri, they, Missouri is a lot like Minnesota. Missouri is super nice to your face. We're going to tell everybody that we are super liberal, but behind closed doors, we're huge assholes and we vote Republican. That's what it really felt like. Uh, Amanda, wow, rude much? That's sad. That's sad, man. That's New York. People are just like, fucking move it, dude. Uh, Lindsay, sigh, New Yorkers love the city, could take or leave the people. I agree. I agree. I've never been, but boy, I am Jesus Christ. And of course, now you feel like you're just a huge asshole. You're like, oh my God, God damn it. Uh, did I just screw this up? But then again, I started thinking about it. I'm like, that guy will never remember me. And you know, I'm just, he's trying to get, he's got so many people that hit him up. He's, I mean, it's, yeah, that guy would, who gives a shit, right? Uh, Trish. Have you done shows in North Dakota? I'm from there and can't imagine they'd enjoy some kind of, or can't imagine they'd enjoy something like that. Um, to answer your first question, no, I have not done shows in North Dakota. Uh, been to Fargo a few times. They got a killer club over there, uh, the Comedy Cellar, which is not associated with the Comedy Cellar from uh, from New York, but a uh, cool club nonetheless. Uh, let's see, Wood. Southerners are so nice, but also insane. Dude. There is something about it, man. You know, I think it's just the heat, you know, when you never get that opportunity to cool your brain off a little bit, to thaw, you know, freeze up and thaw out when you just constantly have heat, just fucking beating down on you all the time. You become a huge asshole. Scooter, you're not that special. I agree. I got to take a little bit. of. That's why I said that guy will never remember me. It's not like that dude is going to be, you know, watching uh, the watching his emails and then when i pop up he's gonna go fuck that kid never again no man like he just he was having a bad moment i caught him at the wrong time so lesson learned though holy shit that dude was pissed i'm like all right next time just offer up 100 bucks and be like dude can i just get on your stage i'll just pay you i guess whatever what's the two drink minimum for five people what's that gonna be another 40 dollars i mean it's new york so it's probably like 125 dollars but uh, there's a gal out there by the name of Mika who I met here at the World Series of Comedy a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Hey, can you possibly hook me up with a um, you know couple of a uh, couple of shows while I'm out there?" And she said, "Absolutely, whatever you need, just let me know. I run like four rooms. I'd love to help you." And then I I was texting with her today, and I just said, "Hey, I uh, appreciate because she gave me like five or six shows and some people I could contact while I'm out there." And uh, she said, uh, "I said, hey, just hey, just do me a solid and just leave open like a." You know, like a, a two-hour window in the afternoon so I can take you out for a $37 sandwich and say thank you so much for, you know, helping me make some connections out there. And she went to $37. That's that's cute. That's cute. But anyway, yes, I will take you up on your offer of lunch. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, Wood, he can't be that busy. He doesn't have anybody for this weekend. Ah, ain't that the truth? 
No shit, right? <laughs> so, yeah, right on. All right, everybody. Well, make sure you uh, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every day, 9.45 a.m. live on Instagram. Thank you so much for taking a long walk. It's very staccato. A long walk to Cleveland. <laughs>